true growth and change is is possible when you're an authentic community. Well, 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 welcome to Between Sundays. I'm Tyler and you are fabulous. I love you and we are gonna be friends. Today we're talking about helping each other in spiritual community. Amy Christie is here. I feel a chill in the air. <laughs> to help us celebrate our gifts. That's so mean. I hope I got a pony. <laughs> yes, the body has many parts, so now that they're finished regifting their spiritual gifts, let's welcome in our favorite hand and foot, Marin and Amy Christie. I you can be the hand. <laughs> Hands are nicer than feet. Feet are gross. Kind uh, of. Some people have nice feet. I know. Feet but take you where you want to go. That's true. That is true. Take us there, Amy. Yeah. Well, that's true. technically your legs. <laughs> Toes. A little bit yeah. of toe action. Yeah. Uh, guys, no Barry. No. Uh, What's going on? I know. Well, what? What was that? That was a whine. <laughs> that was a deep, heartfelt whine we've for had, me. We've had to take a couple breaths before starting this pod. It's, yes. been, a, it's been a day. Apparently. It's, it has. Yeah. So, guys, Barry's gone. Yeah. He's on a pastoral retreat yeah. with all the pastors. Why do we use the word retreat when yeah. we talk about these yeah, things? Yeah, that's not a well, retreat at very all. misleading. What are yeah. they doing? When I first got here, I was like, ooh, a retreat. Mm-mm. Yeah, smash no. cut to us just sitting in an office room with fluorescent lights. Crying. Right. Talking. Crying. <laughs> Talking. <laughs> Gnashing of teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not a retreat, though. They're doing lots of planning basically going to tell us what we're supposed to be doing for the next year lots of i guess hard work just yeah seeking god's wisdom and seeking it collectively Mm -hmm. retreat all right yeah well what's new forget about barry all right (laughs) but we do miss him what's new with you guys oh i I have to be barry because i'm sitting in barry's seat right so i have to go first yeah go for it yes um i feel like i did a ton this weekend i did a ton this weekend uh, Friday, we, a uh, couple of us, uh, musicians here from Grace and actually across, uh, the Fishers campus and the 146 campus, a couple of our musicians got together at Cruise Studio to record a song. A song? A song. What kind of new song? song? A brand new song. About what? You'll hear it in March. It's coming your way. But what's it about? It's going to accompany the release of Dave's book. Ooh. Yeah. A why to Custom. live for. Yeah, that's Custom right. Custom song. Yes. So when are we going to get to hear this? First weekend in March it will debut. The first weekend. So before Dave's book launch, which is on March 4th. Yes. Big night. Big night. Yeah. March are you 4th. coming, Amy? Well, I guess I will. I was <laughs> Amy's uh, a little... I'm uh, a little bitter about the entire thing, but... She's a little fine. sensitive. It's fine. Tough topic. Amy <laughs> wanted to be part of the live show. Yep. Sure Not did. sure there's room in the there's schedule. There's no room for me. So... I'm out. I'm feeling aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm I'm not I'm a little sad, but it's yeah. it's fine. It's fine. I, I will be there. I will be there to cheer you all on in your live Good, first you. live podcast. Yeah. Thanks. You can and come to the next one. If it's a hit. If it's a hit. if it's a hit, we'll do it again. You can come to the next all one. Right. The next time we launch a book. You all heard it here on the podcast. Yep. I'm invited to the next one, uh, which will be in twenty twenty six. That's right. So okay, so you recorded a song. And uh, how'd that go? It went like what, great. It what, was awesome. I, I've been in a lot of different um, recording situations, and sometimes it can bring out the worst in people. It's a high-stress environment. Yeah. You know, you got to make it count. You don't yeah. want to be the one who's, like, doing a bunch of takes in a row, like, yeah. making everybody else wait on you. I think we just all work really well together, and we were there um, just for fun. Like, it, there was no, like like pressure pressure you know what i yeah. mean like you've recorded before you yeah. know what i'm talking about it was not a stress-free environment right. when i was doing it right yeah. and i have been in some that were a stress-free environment and, and, and some that were not but yes. this one definitely was it was good. just fun it was a really right. good time so that was uh friday Can we you laid tell down us anything all the parts. About, like what's it called i'm i'm not even sure that we've landed on a name a why to sing for <laughs> <laughs> that Perhaps. sounds like great Great Perhaps. title, yeah, maybe. Tyler. Great that, job. I mean, yeah. it, it works. Hand in glove. Yeah. All right. What else do you do this weekend? 
Um, I went dancing. Whoa! I went dancing. You and Jed date night. Yes, date night. We finally did it. Remember, we dropped Desi off at your house like a month ago, and we were talking (laughs) about doing it. And now you're doing it. And now we finally went, and it was so much fun. What kind of dancing? Ballroom? No. So Sophie Abel used to be on staff here. Oh yes, I saw that. And her restaurant in Noblesville is called Texi Mexi, and every once in a while they have uh, actual dance instructors come in just for fun. I mean, it didn't cost anything or anything like that. Um, there's so Texi Mexi is it like a salsa dance? Yeah. Like so we did okay. salsa, and then switched gears and did. Ooh, what came after that? I think we did bachata after that, what and is then this? switched That's gears fine. again and did merengue. It was what are, what are awesome. The, what are these? These are just Spanish dances. Oh. That's yeah. fun. Each one goes to a different beat, and it doesn't take long to be able to pick up, like, oh, that beats a merengue, that well, beats a bachata. Bachata is our favorite. The worst kept secret is Jed's a phenomenal dancer, he right? He is. Okay, so. Uh, you're not even joking. I know. He I've heard he's a great a dancer. He is a phenomenal dancer. How did this go, then? It went really well. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was fun. It went so well, it made me come home and start looking for Groupons for, like, dance instruction. Like, That's we just fun. need to make wow. this our thing. It was right. so much fun. Cool. That's really fun. Amy, what? what's new with you? We've, it's been a while since we've seen you. I know. Since before the new year. It's been I, a long well, time. I tried to be on the last show of the 2018, but I was booted from that, too. Amy, like, I feel like we need to work some things out. I know. Yeah. Well, Do you with have Tyler. Some hostility? Toward you, always. <laughs> Just kidding. So, as I've said a million, if I've said it once, I've said it a million, <laughs> a million times. times. You, got, you just got to give me a reason to bring you here. I know. Because the friends I of the know. pod enjoy hearing from you. But we can't just have you just willy-nilly. I'm not enough. I'm not reason enough. Um, What's going on? What's new? Uh, I don't... What is new? I mean, a lot's happened. Well, I can't you're really... going to Nashville soon. I'm going to Nashville Friday morning for the weekend. And what brings you to... My daughter is in school there, Liza, and she turned 21 on February 11th, so we are going to celebrate. And it's a family affair. It is a family affair. You're bringing affair. all Eight, 32 yes, of your nieces. Seven, seven <laughs> nieces are going with me. And you're all staying in the same place? We're staying at a little like Airbnb place, yeah. So That sounds it's fun. It's going to be and fun. Are you looking forward to it? Because yes, I've heard, I've heard a little there. angst coming out of you and no we're good there's my a, family there's a theme we are we're oh there's a theme I, happening the theme with the party happen. the birthday party yes. and you're feeling a little angst yeah, what is I this don't, well number one the theme is angst because <laughs> the theme of the party yes because liza a year ago put on facebook my daughter liza um my my birthday party goth themed gothic <laughs> so themed her birthday party is a goth theme yeah which is <laughs> And so and you're like going I said, to this party. Yeah. Oh, I love and this. I said, Liza, why did you do this a year in advance? She said, because I didn't want anyone else to claim that. And I was like, I don't think you have to worry about anyone else claiming your gothic themed yeah. birthday party. And she said, yeah, I said, I'm not, I can't do this. And she goes, well, emo is fine. I'm like, so what are okay, you gonna do? emo is the same as goth. So like, you it's dress so up. easy. Paint your nails black, black dark wear eyeliner. Black. Yeah. You know, I bought so black easy. lipstick. Just Tyler in 1999. Exactly. I was yeah, channeling man. you from your there. band days. I did it. Yeah. You put some <laughs> liner on. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is uh so crazy? We called it guy liner. Yeah. Good. Good try. It was still eyeliner. So what are you going to do? Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I'm going to throw every black article of clothing that I have yes. into my bag. And I don't know. I don't know. We're staying for the whole weekend, so I, Let's you do know, this. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's crazy. I'm crazy. I said to Liza, yeah. I'm 48 years old. I just old. don't see I'm how not, that's a party. It's not a party, <laughs> right? We're gonna go to Honky Tonk. Nashville is a honky tonk place, yeah. and we're here. We are with our our gothic. It's just a bunch of people sitting around, sad. Yeah, that's what I think. Very sad. Don't touch me. Do you have any like Ben Nye stage makeup, like the the real cakey kind? Yes. Get the lightest color you can. And be, I can't yes. do that. Yes. That's, Ghost yourself just, out. I said I'm 48. That is not a good. <laughs> well, when you're 21, you can do anything. Have a great time. 48. Mm-mm. Can't wait to hear how that goes. Take lots of pictures. Oh yes. So that's Somebody this weekend. Will. Yeah. And then you're hosting your annual Oscars party. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be tired. I'm going to be very tired because right. the Oscars for some unknown reason, have to last until 1230 at night. Who knows? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I believe maybe I'm coming back on yeah, to talk we, about we, that. We talked about maybe you can give us your Oscars takeaways. We'll see. Yeah. There was yeah. a little bit of drama. Yeah. There's been a lot of there's drama surrounding the years. Isn't there, though? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Like, that's why I don't watch it. Well, I get this anxiety year over that stuff. Like, yeah. when someone's really trying to make a point, but then the music, yeah. the house music comes yeah, on, and they like, just mm, take it away. Yeah. in my chest. Can't handle it. That's the best part. And, and this, this year, there's no host. Yeah, that's so right. So they, they're hostless. So wow. this is a weird, they've never, ever done it without a host. So that will be interesting. But I did hear today that um, there's a couple of musical acts that they just added. And one of them was kind of exciting, but now I can't for the life of me remember mm. what it was. This is riveting pod. Be, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Bette Midler's going to be on it. I know that. But I'm going really to think, think of it like when we're talking about something yeah. really deep and important. Yeah. I'm going to think of it and I'm yeah. going to have to like throw it out there real quick yeah. and say, oh, now I remember. Uh, so Lady Gaga. She'll be Awkward performing. silence. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. So. My house last week, guys. Oh, it sounds awesome. Was an infirmary. My wife was sick, and my child, who might as well be an adult when he's sick, because I don't want to. I'm not getting graphic when we're talking about this, but I can't do it, guys. Well, you're kind of a baby, but yes, I I, can't. I can do the diapers. I can't do the. I got sick in my crib, and now you got to clean it up thing. And no one wants to do that. And so I found myself, but like my wife and son were both they both had a stomach bug <laughs> and so, so they're sorry. both sick and i found myself find myself just like running serpentine down the hallway to like dodge germs and coughs and sneezes and here's the problem if you if your child doesn't learn early on that you are willing and capable of cleaning the mess here's what they do they get sick in the middle of the night yeah they don't tell you they throw like a bunch oh, of yeah. pillows and blankets on top of it just to hide it and it stays uh, there. Wait, why? Until you notice it. It's terrible. Because they don't come and tell you because they know, oh, mom and dad don't want to clean it up. Oh, my goodness. At least so if, gross. if you're dead, that's what you do. So my wife wasn't sick until my son promptly sneezed into her mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> that's how she got sick. And so now everybody, so everybody's gross. recovering. But I that's- always used to get really sick from my kids. I... I never learned. I always had this thing that it's just baby germs. Yeah. Like, no, I these are full-blown adult germs yeah, now. Yeah, they so, do turn into full-blown germs. Man, we're they're going out of town this week, and this is this is the one-year anniversary of me finding myself in a dark place in a McDonald's at like 7 a.m. eating breakfast last year when Milo and Lauren went out of town, and I found myself just playing board games by myself <laughs> eating McDonald's. Don't you remember this? No. Was that a year ago? That was a year ago because they're doing really it. Sad. They're doing it again this week. Oh, so they're leaving, and oh, so yes, all the germs she, yes. hopefully will go with them. Right. Are you? Do you have the same plan? Is the plan to just? <laughs> it sounds really great. Well, I'm going to be in Nashville, so the good news I, is Marin and I cannot. I will have people to out. play my games with because 146th Street is having a game night. Yes, that's oh, right. Good job, Tyler. Oh. So I will be attending. I will be leading a table. I will be. What game are you leading? That dumb clue game that we played. Yeah, doesn't that sound fun, everybody, to come play the dumb clue game? <laughs> okay, two quick things before we, we we continue with the game. I just looked it up. Adam Lambert and Queen, the remaining members of Queen, will be performing at oh, yeah. uh, the Oscars. Because there's a Queen movie. There Bohemian is. Rhapsody, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's called. It's not called the Queen movie. It's called <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. So yeah. um, anyway, they're performing because Adam Lambert tours with them now. Like Good. he's, he's, he's taken the Freddie Mercury role. So that, and my friend figured out the throwing up thing. Now Milo's not old enough, but my friend Abby told her kids that she would pay them $5 every time they made it to the toilet. It Five worked. bucks. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. I think you could really get away with it. Even yeah, a dollar. I mean, you really, no, you really got to have money. Maybe though. I can pay Five, Milo. I, I, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think you, I think like when they're three or four, a dollar, like uh, a quarter, they'd be like, yeah, I'll make maybe it. Maybe I can pay him in like go-cars. Yeah. That's what or, he calls cars. He's got these like, little like monster little, trucks little now. Little horses. Yeah. I'll nanes. give you four nanes if you... Is he over nanes? He's, he, he's still into nanes, but he's definitely into go-cars. And monster trucks, right? Yeah, but everything's go-cars. Like okay. a, a monster truck is a go-car. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so he, it's gotten to the point where it's like, I get home from work and he's like, go-cars. I'm like, oh, you want to play go-cars? Yeah. And then I'll sit down and I'll like grab one of his cars and like just move it a little bit. And I'll be like, no! Like, don't touch my go kart. Like, so it's really hard to play with him these days. Yeah, yes. uh, that's that's just yeah. a glance into the future. Yeah. Mm, yes. Um, um. So. So that's what's new with me. So you're doing game night. Good. For, We're good doing for game you. night. I'll be well, there. 
What was that fun game that we played with our worship arts team? Uh, it's called Deception. Oh, Deception. Murder in Hong Kong. Yeah. Was that the fun one? Because we did play more than one game. The first, they definitely I were thought not all the fun. Deception was more fun than yeah. the first one. Yeah. Yeah. The first one where you had to guess <laughs> things, that was... Oh, you know, you, the number one rated party game, Wits and Wagers. <laughs> Who this said game. that? You? Did you rate that game? I don't number know. one party game <laughs> no. by Tyler Bender. It's just got a lot of seals on the box and stuff. <laughs> We're going to have to edit all of this out because this is just complete foolishness. Well, uh, I thought that was the point was at the beginning, complete foolishness. Yeah, you're um, right. So tonight I do have to go to um, Will's last home basketball game. Mm. Senior oh, tonight's night. the last one? Senior night. Oh, yep. so do wow. you, what happens? Yeah. Are you going to be sad? I don't know. I haven't really prepared myself wow. for it. So, yeah. I mean, they have one more game on Friday, which I won't be here for. Cause what I'll about, be like, tournaments and stuff? They they go into sectionals, but you don't know oh. how that... I mean, they could play one game in sectionals and be done. You just don't yeah. know how that's good. So, this, so this is the last, and this like, is the last season game home game. Because the sectional won't be at home. Um, so, yeah, it's he goes to He goes to Heritage. Yes, he transferred from Carmel High School to Heritage for his senior year. So, what, what, what do you have to do tonight? Well, I had to put together a whole poster huge poster board of like his life in basketball and it was and you bring it to the game and like wave it to embarrass him they do a table of posters for all the seniors yeah i wave it but i (laughs) i actually do have a huge fat head of his face that i'm taking to the game you are does he know Um, no he's gonna be oh my goodness is he live streaming this pod right now no i don't know if he even knows that the pod happens like he lives in his own world last time you were here you uh confessed that your daughter doesn't want you to speak to her when she's participating in athletics. Yes, she does not. And I can't imagine why, <laughs> knowing that you print a giant fat, fat head, head of your yeah. children to go embarrass them in public. Well, you know, you do yeah. what you got to do. So, yeah, I had to put this whole poster board together. And I'm not going to lie. That was because there were pictures of him from kindergarten, so that first grade. Oh and like gosh. there's a picture of him and all of his buddies, some of which are still his good friends today, sitting on a curb looking out the sun setting you can just see their backs with oh. all of their little basketball numbers on their jerseys oh. eating orange leaf <laughs> back when we used to have orange leaf up here at 146th street yeah and um yeah i mean it was it's Sad a little times. it's weird like yeah. this is the end of an era yeah it's kind of it's a little bit sad basketball yeah. mom so uh, we get introduced and get to walk out on the court with oh, him before you the get game. your moment Ooh, yeah yeah, yeah that's kind of nice yeah nice yeah cool so It'll be fun. Bittersweet. Right. Yeah. So. Um, okay. You pre- The reason you're here is because you preached. Oh, I thought I was here just for friendly banter. If, <laughs> if you had your way. It would be the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah, uh, You gave a great sermon. Thank We're you. We're in week three of Won't You Be My Neighbor. Mm-hmm. And um, you came in and basically told everybody to have a great community of love. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about your sermon a little bit and, uh, for anybody who may have missed it or hasn't seen it yet or listened to it, what was the big idea that you wanted everybody to kind of take away from what you had to say? Uh, that true, true growth and change is, is possible when you're an authentic community. And I, I said it that way in the message, but I actually said at the end and I, I don't remember if I said this every single hour or just a couple, but I don't. I don't really know that anybody truly can can change without authentic community, spiritual community in their lives. Why why do you think that? Because I think God gives us people, puts people in our life. We're built for relationship. That's how human beings are are made and um he didn't do that by mistake. I think mm. he expects that we're going to find people to surround us. And he gives us those people if we look for them, if we're paying attention, he's going to give us those people that are going to sometimes call it out in you because mm-hmm. that's one of the big pieces for me. Many times I'm not seeing the things in my own life that other people can see. That's why and I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Lord, for Tyler. Tyler, so the, part can, of the tribe. So that he can call out all my deficiencies. Um, Pitifully insufficient. Yes, that is, that's, that is me pitifully insufficient. So they, sometimes they're the ones that call it out. Sometimes they're the ones to, um, be with you when you're trying to deal with it and stop it or get rid of it or whatever it is. And then most importantly, they're the ones that hold you accountable from there on out and say, how's this going? What's Mm -hmm. happening here? So good and bad, they call it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, yes, I think. And I, we were talking about spiritual giftedness and all that kind of stuff this weekend too. And I just, for me personally, most all of that has been other people saying it to me, whether yeah. it's calling out the good and saying, I see this in you, mm-hmm. you should be doing this or saying, yeah, you really need to, to work on that. Um, and, and the biggest piece for me was the, the love piece, because I, if, if I don't think you care about me, I don't care what you have to say to me. So, mm. um, yeah, you, you kind of parked on that idea for I a did. while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, so you also talked about spiritual gifts and you said community is like essential for our spiritual gifts because an authentic community is a community of difference. Right. Can you talk a little bit about why, um, or what you meant by that? Like why, why is it important to be a part of an authentic community when it comes to our gifts? Well, and I, well, because it's pretty clear that our gifts, our spiritual gifts are given to us through the Holy Spirit. He's the one that that gives us whatever giftedness we have, whether it be faith or healing or mercy or leadership or whatever, whatever the spiritual gift is. And it's very clear. Paul makes it really clear every time he talks about spiritual gifts. These are not here for just cause. They're mm-hmm. not here for your own personal use. They're not, they are, they are given to us to be used in community. I need people with the gift of mercy in my life mm-hmm. because that is not necessarily now. Am I called to be merciful as a Christ follower? Yes, I am. But it's not something that comes to me easily. So I need other people in my life that have that gift mm-hmm. to help me. Number one, you know, iron sharpens iron. I need those people to sharpen that in me. Yeah. I need, and sometimes I need them with me because they compliment me in a way that, so if they're with me and we're talking to somebody, I might say something this way and they can right away say, yeah, and, and they can make it seem even better because they have a gift that I don't have that I, I always talk this about Allison cook who is works with me we've been working together for the last uh 18 years yeah and we couldn't be i mean anyone who knows us we are polar opposites in every single way but if you if you figure out how to love each other through those differences and and appreciate and respect each other's differences you can be a force working together Mm. within those differences and and so that that's spiritual giftedness, but it's also goes beyond that. It's difference in every way, experiences, upbringing, um, every kind of difference. It, I think it's really important to be surrounded by people that aren't exactly like you. That's how you learn and grow. That's how you yeah. expand your world. And we're called to be that. Well, you think? As the church, absolutely, yes. What if, what if I'm an introvert who doesn't really like being around other people? Um. I don't I'm not think, saying that because I am that no, person, but I'm not. saying that because I know some people have like severe anxiety about like being in a community um, because the idea of being around other people enough to know or be known gives people anxiety. Right. Um, Your friend spoke to that. Yeah. She very weekend. well, I thought. I, I, yeah, we had a panel discussion for those that didn't see the message with three people from my community, the drama team, which... um. Uh, that was just a smattering of the community that's available, Grace. I certainly didn't want anyone to think that that's the only, that was my, that's <laughs> yeah. my community. And so These three people are your uh, only shot. This is it. This is it. <laughs> yeah. um, well, and one of them we have in common. When I saw Sue come on the screen, because oh, I was Sue. at Fisher's. Oh my goodness. Yep. Sue's a, Sue is a, an amazing um, source of community for many, many, many people. Mm. Like she loves people very, very well. Um, so she is, yeah. she is built into many people's lives. But I think she would say that began when she opened herself up to community mm-hmm. years ago and stepped into um, re- engaging with the drama team. And, and that has just morphed into this beautiful, she talked about this ripple effect mm-hmm. of, you know, well, she has, since she's dropped herself into community, she's felt that ripple effect of people community in her life, but she has rippled out yeah. to so many other people. But going back, Abby, uh, talked abby keller was on the panel and she has severe anxiety i mean she's shared that with us Mm -hmm. um but she still sees the value actually even more so for Mm -hmm. somebody like her she has to have people in her life to help her push through Mm -hmm. that anxiety and for her the big issues are probably safe feeling safe and secure and trust like if Mm -hmm. if she's in a community that has proven themselves safe and trustworthy that is going to help her 
with her anxiety when she moves on to the next, Mm -hmm. whatever that community looks like. Mm -hmm. And I know she's trying to figure out what are my next steps in life? You know, she's at kind of a crucial Oh, and I love what Sue had to say when she said that. Yes, exactly. Because when Abby said that, she talked about being uh, in her early 20s and- um, Trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. And my husband said, well, some of us are 37 and still trying to figure (laughs) that out. Or 48, whatever. And then Sue just spoke what my husband just said. Like, yeah, honey, we don't all have it figured out either. It doesn't just necessarily come with age. But to see Abby and Sue together- I know Sue and I I can definitely call myself an introvert. Mm -hmm. Like even some of these personal gifts assessments, you know, the, the, the specific gifts that they would say that I have said oftentimes people with your type of gifting prefer to be alone. Right. Sure. And I get that. I, Mm -hmm. I definitely can feel anxiety when I'm in large groups and just feel overwhelmed. Sue is somebody who will not let me hide. Yep. She seeks me out. Yeah, what does she do? She seeks me out. She asks what she can pray for. Mm. She waits. Sometimes she has to text me more than once before I even tell her. And then she follows up with me. She won't let me just bury myself in my work and just stay buried. Yeah. She unearths me. She Mm -hmm. makes me, you know, step into the light. And yeah, she draws me out. Mm. She's an amazing person. So how do you figure out what your spiritual gifts are? Well, there's assessments that you can take. I mean, and I think uh, this week in Rooted, it's been crazy how the the series has gone right along with the Rooted groups that um, last week when Dave was talking about sin and crucifying your sin was the week on strongholds, things in your life that are keeping you back, sin that, that sin patterns that you need to. Not intentionally. No. Holy Spirit. Yes. Thank you. That's, I think that's important for people yes. to know. Yeah, it explain would be, what you mean. It would be very easy to think, oh, well, they just oh, looked they, at the yeah. rooted curriculum mm-hmm. and therefore they built their sermons yeah. around. No, it, it's way cooler mm-hmm. than that, that yeah. the Holy Spirit is drawing a line. Yeah. Like through our church across all three campuses. Absolutely. We're talking about this on the weekend because the Holy Spirit inspired our leaders yeah. and that's where we're going. And it just so happens that all of our groups are talking about the same thing. That's yep. super cool. That's God at work here at Grace Church. Um, And this week they're, they're talking about, they were talking about spiritual gifts. So I had a couple of people stop me in the lobby that had just taken their spiritual gift test getting ready before they rooted that that afternoon, Mm -hmm. that afternoon, because they rooted on Sunday and then tonight they have it. Some of the groups meet tonight and Wednesday. I don't know. There's so many sessions happening, but um, they were so excited. They were like, we just found out what our gifts are and we can't wait to go and talk to our rooted group about it. Yeah. You know, your sermon made me you know, more excited about how to use them and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So, and then uh, again, I said this weekend, a lot of times it's been people in my life just saying, I see this in you, like you other, you know, leaders or that have just said, yeah, I see something in you that you need to explore, Mm -hmm. at least explore and see if it's something God's calling you to or whatever. So for me, it started that way. Uh, There was a pastor um, back in Chicago before we um, moved and long time ago anyway, he was the first to call out specific spiritual gifts that he felt that I possessed. And then he, like many pastors do, um, suggested a certain inventory or here right. to take this test. Um, and he was kind of like on pins and needles waiting to see, like, was he right? Did he call mm. that out right? And sure enough, he was according to this inventory. And so my husband and I, we've had probably a solid 10 years of talking about our spiritual gifts specifically. And sometimes when certain things arise, he'll go, ah, I see what you're doing there. He recognizes right. the gifting mm. as it's as being it's, utilized or as really it's coming cool. out. And I can do the same in him. So it's kind of a cool thing that, that we have um, to be able to help identify each other's yeah. strengths. Yeah. I love that. Can you have more than one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how many are there? Seven? Oh no. It depends on how you define them. Yeah. Um, there are scriptures like the one that Amy read that list them kind of itemize to some mm-hmm. he's given the gift of prophecy to some mm-hmm. he's given the gift of speaking in other languages, right. you know, so definitely dig into the scriptures and find where those lists are. But some will say like knowledge and some will say wisdom. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. It, That's what I mean by it depends on how you define it. So uh, are you born with these gifts, do you think? Or is this something that like you can develop? I know that the, the idea of a gift means you don't get to I'm choose. Gonna say both. But, okay. I'm going to say both just because he formed us in the womb and he knew us before we were born. Right. So he formed us with a purpose in mind. 
I'm sure that he formed us with gifts. But oh, then yeah. I also feel like those gifts get forged over a lifetime. Right. And, you know, if somebody is paying attention yeah. and making, you know, an effort to kind of hone and sharpen these gifts, because all of them, like, I love, I've, I've got a couple of assessments here just because I love comparing them. I, I, <laughs> if I have one catchphrase in life, it's, you don't know me. Yeah, you know, trust me, is, I know, I've heard it. That's my phrase. <laughs> my husband's testifying right now. Uh, so I love. You tell it. your husband that he doesn't know you. You don't know me. <laughs> oh Sixteen God. years. You don't know me. Um, I love to take these tests and see if they know you. If they align, right? You know, because if yeah, if we're telling our people to just Google a test, I, yeah. I wanted to see what come. Yeah. Well, what will it work? So I googled two things. I googled spiritual gifts test, and then I googled spiritual gifts assessment, and I took two of them at random this morning. And to mm. my surprise, they came out the same That's hilarious. as my rooted one that, that we took crazy. At, as our staff pilot when we wow. first did rooted here at the church. So there's a certain degree of reliability. Yeah. At yeah. Least I wish from I what still I had tell. my rooted one. I can't remember what it said right now. But I mean, you don't I think, think it lined up with some of the other, I mean, what other ones I've taken. You don't think it's something like, because t- you sent me, Marin, you sent me the tests that you took. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But um this, you don't think this is something where I'm like, oh, I got a, I realize that I have the gift of prophecy, but I really want the gift of miracles. So I'm going to go try right. to work hard on that. <laughs> Can't do it. Mm-mm. Okay. I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. I, I don't, I don't think I mean, that God makes us to try to be somebody else. No. <laughs> and I, my yeah. big question, my big, not question, I thought whatever. Um, so we're born with them. But in order for them to be unearthed, do you need to have surrendered to G- to Jesus in order for the Holy Spirit to unleash those gifts, mm. those spiritual gifts? Yeah, what do you think? Like, I think we're born with other gifts yeah. as well and skills. And I mean, there's a difference between a gift and a skill. A gift is something that you're given. A skill is something that you work on. And sometimes you're given a gift that you have to continue to work it Mm -hmm. to make it better. But skills are something that you can learn. And like you can, somebody said this to me about um, acting, actually, you can be born with like a gift to be on stage, a gift to perform, Mm -hmm. but there is a skill to it as Mm -hmm. well that if you aren't born with that gift, you can learn the skill. Mm -hmm. Will you be as good as somebody that has been gifted with it? Maybe if they never work on, if they don't continue to hone that gift, mm. you could maybe even be better than them. But I, I would think that if you're gifted with something and you continue to explore that and work on it and better it, that would be the best case scenario. Not that you can't learn some skills, but spiritual gifts, I believe, are gifted gifted to you. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and I think you can make them, you can enhance them and make them better, but I don't know if you can take another one. Like, I don't know yeah. if I don't have the gift of wisdom. I can certainly learn as much as I can learn, but I there's something about wisdom that's beyond just learning or reading. It's it's mm-hmm. this innate ability to give counsel and advice that I don't know. I don't know yeah, that I could and learn I would how say to do that. The gifts are good. Yeah. All the gifts are good. Right. And each one of us has been endowed with gifts. Mm-hmm. So whatever yours is, dig in. Right. It's going to be good. And learn how to appreciate the other people that have gifts that you don't. Definitely. Even like reading some of these where I'm falling short, I know people who who excel. Right. You know, like that might be the lowest thing for me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't score very high in right. mercy or right. whatever. Yeah. But then yeah. that might be somebody else's, exactly. you know. Yeah, but what happens if you're like a pastor or a preacher and you take this and like your teaching <laughs> is like off the grid, but... In a bad way, like you don't have it, <laughs> and so you you turns out you've got the gift of uh, apostleship or something. Uh-huh. Is that is that one? Um, prophecy, prophecy. Well, but your teaching is like way off, and then what do you do? Do you have like a crisis, self crisis? You're like, I- well, if you've been preaching and no one's told you that you're not really good at it, <laughs> oh, no. that's a real problem. Oh, okay, okay, so other people. <laughs> I think that, I mean, I would hope if I was terrible, oh like, come on, you've seen the American Idol auditions <laughs> where people oh. come on and you're like, no one ever told you yeah. that you are just terrible. Yeah. Like, I'd be sad if I got to the end of my life and I was really, really not good at something 
and nobody ever told me. So the same pastor that yes! the yeah. same pastor that first called out certain gifts in me. In in that church, we talked a lot about spiritual gifts and you know, there's a lot more than five, but there was something else we talked about that was what he would refer to constantly all the time. He'd refer to fivefold ministry. Uh, that God has given some to be apostles, mm-hmm. prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And he would always say what a crime it is when we possess when we when we expect one individual to possess all five of those things. Mm-hmm. That one pastor, you set this guy up to be your apostle, your prophet, your evangelist, your pastor, your teacher. He would always push for a plurality of leadership like we have here at Grace with pastors, pastors plural, because one person is not going to possess Mm -hmm. every gift. You can have somebody who excels in teaching, but because they're given to studying all the time, maybe they don't have the time to be very uh, shepherding, you know, the word pastoral Mm. in that sense, Mm -hmm. but you might have somebody else who's like, like Jed pastoral with a huge heart, like just heart for people. He would be shepherding people all day. Yeah. You You can see that on our Facebook banner. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) You can see it in his smile. Like really that's, that's him and that's his heart. So again, like Amy said, and like the scripture says, we're a body made up of many parts. Mm -hmm. We are gifted uniquely and individually because we were never meant to just do it on our own uh-uh. or hire one person to do it all for us. Yeah. No. Yeah. Amy, you said um, people will be honest with you. And you. I think you think this. People will only be honest with you if, if they know you love them. Yes. Yes. Gee, what, are you what, what do you mean by this? <laughs> can you repeat um, it? You, I think the, the pause only, was so long. People will only be honest with you if they know you love them. Yes. Okay. Okay. D- do we all think that's true? I don't. I do. I said it. So. Well, yeah, Marin. I know. I know. <laughs> I know what she meant by it. I feel like I have made the mistake of being too honest with people who didn't love me mm. and got burned in a bad way. And it made me less, um, less readily just forthcoming mm-hmm. with thoughts and feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that's something that we learn through hurt. Right. Yeah. And the yeah, example. You, you, you have to be vulnerable a few times and get, get hurt before you're like, Ooh, I don't, then, then you come to the realization. I only want to share things with people that have my best interests at heart. The example you gave, you saw somebody speaking Yeah, and you compared them to a clanging symbol. Yeah. And basically so like, yeah, words are coming out of your mouth, but nobody's listening because it's clear that you I, don't love us. Yes. I think actually they were listening. I just don't think they can hear. There's a difference. You can listen to somebody, but you but you don't always hear what they're saying. I don't think it was possible to hear what that what he was saying. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Because it felt like such a, a futile thing, like such a waste of time. Yeah, it was such a waste of time. You, when you read that scripture that yeah. you read, if I possess the gift of prophecy yeah. and have the gift of all knowledge, yep. I mean, if I am super yeah. great, but I, I don't have love, right? it's such a waste of time. How much stronger could you put it than that? Yeah. Mm. Like if I, I could have every, I could have faith that moves mountains. Yes. That's huge. Faith that moves mountains. That's a big deal. But I don't love Done. Doesn't matter. Yeah. None of it matters. So to me, that almost goes along with the giftedness. You can be the most discerning person in the world, but if you're discerning something in someone and you're doing it just because it makes you feel good or to show that you are discerning, but you don't really care what happens with that person and you don't, you're, there's no love attached to it. Then I, then to me, what that scripture is saying, that doesn't matter then. Yeah. What you've done is yeah. for nothing. One time I came home to visit my parents and there was a symbol stand and a giant crash symbol mm-hmm. set up in the kitchen. I'm like, what? This doesn't belong here. The drums are downstairs. Why do you have a crash symbol set up in your kitchen? <laughs> and I can't remember which parent. I think it was my mom who explained to me that my dad had been counseling a guy about you know, just marriage issues and the way he was treating his wife and the way he was speaking to his wife. And as my dad was hearing this guy talk, he just heard like, dude, you're a clanging symbol. So he went downstairs and got the symbol and just started 
crashing oh and crashing just to yeah. prove the point to the guy. Like, this is what you sound mm-hmm. like when you talk to your wife. Right. Because the way that you're telling me right now you talked to your wife mm-hmm. was a way that was completely void of love. This is, you hurt her. Yep. You, a a, a crashing symbol is painful is painful yep. it's shrill and that's that she can't receive you right now if that's what she's hearing so i just thought that was a super awesome when you said that it reminded me of that moment in the kitchen yes, looking at awesome. that symbol i actually thought about and i think tyler you and and jeff unruh even said why don't you have a symbol yeah, on you stage? Have no, no no we would have had to put plexiglass yeah, around I it, mean, it would, it's no, lid on point. top of it it's it is harsh <laughs> It's harsh. Uh, okay. And a little fan. That's why you say community is important because yeah. a lot of people I know sound like clanging symbols, but if you draw that out and you say, you sound like a clanging symbol, they say, well, I'm, I love you. I, I'm only doing this because I, I, I love you. And the person receiving it's like, yeah, but I'm not hearing right. that part. I'm hearing the part where you're just criticizing me or whatever. Right. And that's you important. Have to, you have to gain a lot of trust yeah. with someone before you can say, hey- by the way, here's something that I'm seeing in your life that I think maybe isn't what you want or what you should be doing. That's, yeah. that's deep. Like, And wouldn't you want to see the good in them first? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, and they have to know you see the good in them first before yeah. you can call. Like, They want to know that you care about them and love them and that, they yeah. can, that you're trustworthy. Like, I've learned, I had to learn that the hard way. I, I'm one of those people, I was one of those people that, I just felt comfortable sharing whatever you thought. Whatever about. I thought. No, who not you, yeah. Tyler. I can't even no, imagine I can't. that. And somebody was like, <laughs> told me to knock it off. And I was, and my comment was, since when does telling the truth make me a jerk kind mm-hmm. of thing? And they were like, yeah, when you do it, when you're not, when you're not clear that you're loving the person, mm-hmm. that's when it makes you a jerk. You can mm-hmm. tell the truth all day long, but nobody wants to hear you if you're not coming from a place of love. Right. Wow. But in, my, in my mind, I was like, I, I do love you. That's why I'm doing it. But they're like, yeah, but that's not how it's being received. Now, yeah. did you receive that word? Because yeah. that sounds like it came from somebody who loved you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know who it was. That sounds very no, I received it. I mean, I definitely, I'm for sure aware of that now. And I think about it mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. If I have something to say, I pause and yeah. I don't do it as often. Um, so I think I received it. I still have to remind myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do too, all the time. And I I don't know if I said this every hour either, but loving people is really hard. And you have to be, you have to continue and constantly check yourself to make this sure. really hard, you guys. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have to constantly check yourself and make sure that your motives yeah. and are for, for that person and that you're not loving them in order for you to gain something yeah in return so it's not an easy not an easy thing it's hard it's work so this morning Marin sent me an email and it Marin, do you want to say kind of what it said or what you want to do this, is, this is your idea oh <laughs> i about had spiritual an idea gifts. everybody good job um no i mean we want our people to want to know where their giftedness meets the broken places of the world, mm. how they can bring healing to those places. And so I, I, Amy shared with us that there are these um, assessments that mm-hmm. you can take online. Most of them that I found were free. Um, again, it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> what is that? Like the WebMD, like you don't want to yes. go like yeah. self-diagnose yourself and then get all like freaked out about it. Like you can take these, at face value and then ask the people who love you and people here at Grace Church if we identify some of these things in you and we mm. can start the mm-hmm. conversation there. You know, I'm not saying that this is the end all. Um, but to show you how it's done, I asked Tyler, hey, well, what if we just took them, just mm. random ones? I don't even know which one to recommend you unless you email me or something, then I can tell you or give you a link to the ones I took. But um, and see how they compared to separate unrelated tests, see how they compared to one another and then see, you know, Tyler, is this, Mm -hmm. is this, uh, ringing any bells with you? Does it sound like the Marin, you know, the Marin you sit across from every Tuesday afternoon and Tyler, I have no idea what you, uh, discovered when you took this assessment either. You don't? No, no idea. I I have predictions for you. Can we do it that way? We're, we're guessing what, Oh, 
All I, right. I have predictions for both of you. Is this you. a game? Oh, I don't have predictions. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot for coming prepared. Uh, nobody told me to do that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I had a long weekend. I'm very yeah. tired. Um, <laughs> I'm predicting Amy when you took this. I didn't look at the app you notes. Look, Appar- I put it on the app. Apparently, it's in the app notes. I did not look. Okay, you're lying. I'm predicting teaching okay. is a spiritual gift. Sure. I've seen you in the last year rise up as somebody that when you do communicate, you communicate in a way that is easily accessible for anyone in the room, Thank whether you. you're a child, adult, <laughs> uh, you're like super into theology or you're just like new to the faith. Like you, you communicate in a way in this past weekend, what is an example? I think that it really comes, I don't know if it's easy for you, but it, you make it look easy. And so I think that I predict teaching is one of those things for you. Thank you. Wisdom is the other one. Uh, you sh- you've shown me your ability to see through like clutter of situations just in your life or at work or whatever to just kind of get get to the heart of things. And so, am I right? Have you been told you have the gifts of wisdom and um, I've teaching? been told wisdom and discernment. I've been told mm. before. Um, almost uh, more definitely, dis- definitely not discernment, but <laughs> no, see, I think <laughs> what you just defined might be more discernment, yeah. like seeing through the clutter and being able to discern what is the actual yeah. like issue in the, in the midst of this more than like having lots of wisdom. Yeah. I don't know that I so feel like where that comes in the scripture that you read this weekend. Um, he gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. Yeah. So when we're talking about discernment. Yeah, that's what we're talking about in scripture. Mm. Yeah, um, and I is the, are those the two that you have? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say anything. Um, were you predicting two, Marin, or just Tyler? No, I think Tyler's okay. playing the game. I also had. We're all just puns. Um, <laughs> almost every time I've taken one, I have um, faith. Is usually oh, one yeah. of my spiritual mm. gifts that I have a lot of faith and that mm. I always believe that it, things are going to be okay or whatever. Yeah. Not be okay, but you know what I'm saying. Like, God's in it with us. I'm predicting for you the gift of encouragement every week on this show. And one of the most, the most often, or the things that I hear the most often about this show is that you give people a reason to hope. You give people a hope that may be wavering in their Mm. faith. That is something that I hear all the time about this show. So I'm predicting that you have the gift of encouragement. Um, also the gift of faith, even thinking about a conversation we had last week, uh, or this past weekend where I was like, Marin, I just think you're a really strong person. And you're like, it's not me. It's oh. God, God. We and literally I said, fought over that. I said, Marin, you are somebody <laughs> I really admire your faith. And you're like, my faith is not my own. God gave me this faith. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I, oh, I'm trying to pay you a compliment. Goodness. So I think you have the gift of faith because you basically announced that... <laughs> God has given you the gift of faith. Listen, you missed that entirely. The second lowest score was in faith. Oh, no. Oh, my God. What I was trying to tell you is that I know that I lack, and it's anything you see in me is because of God, because I know how deficient I am. That's hilarious. Uh, That is hilarious. Gift of wisdom is another prediction for, for you from me. I think you have a deep understanding of the holiness of God versus the lack of holiness in yourself, which is what you just oh, illustrated so for us. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Um, so you said wisdom. I and said encouragement, faith, and wisdom. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say that you're, what you're calling encouragement, all three of these tests, um, they had three things in common. Prophecy, um, Teaching. Well, explain prophecy. I will. Okay. And mercy. Those were my top three, which mm. is really mercy is a little for me. A little aggressive. I was actually I'm feeling aggressive. <laughs> I was actually surprised at the mercy one because a lot yeah. of times what I've been told is that prophetic gifts and mercy gifts don't necessarily go together mm. because you tend to see the wrong, what's mm. right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That's, it's 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 I in other people or in yourself or in systems, the world or, in the world okay. doesn't matter you know just and that's one of the things that my husband and I will talk about sometimes I think before we had this language in common it would be like man you can find the fault in anything you know or yeah. why is the glass right, always right, half right, full yeah. or, or something like that <laughs> you bring out the worst in me <laughs> did, did he, <laughs> he, he, I, I don't know no. if he said that or not. I just we just had 
I will explain later. No, no we literally just joked over that a couple of days ago. <laughs> oh, no. It's really morbid. We're yeah. talking about my eulogy or something, and he's like, my wife, she could always see the worst. <laughs> oh. um, Good. So anyway, it's something that it's something that people who have that gifting need to be aware of yeah. and watch for because it's too easy to become to become judgmental. Mm. It's like an Achilles heel, right? Mm-hmm. So you can identify, you know, kind of along with discernment what isn't right and, you know, what needs to be challenged, what needs to be um changed and always always tested like you can't just go around and give somebody a word and think that it's like gold like it has to be held up against scripture which is another thing that people with my kind of gifting tend to memorize a lot of scripture Mm -hmm. and use a lot of scripture all the time that was pretty much my lowest (laughs) scripture memorizing memorizing scripture the bible was your lowest yeah but the mercy gift is encouraging it's it's empathetic it's caring it's kind and compassionate like so i'm gonna go ahead and say that you got that one right all right yeah Amy, you, you got somewhere to be? No, I'm taking I'm kind of taking a test. I'm Amy's taking a test phone, while we're like, doing it because I feel oh, sad that I didn't take one today. But you said what your guests yeah, you were. Have it on that the app. Was, I know it was just a long time ago. So now I'm like, because we did them a year ago, but I don't remember what those were. I just I told you they, what they were. No, you didn't. You didn't have my gift test from yeah, teaching you wisdom. said something about communication in your sermon yeah, this no, weekend. From that was from a long time ago. Mm. I had faith. Creative communication and leadership, I think, were the three. Do you just want us to wait until you're done with the test? No, so I'm, st- oh, okay. I'm engaging. I can, I'm multitasking <laughs> is one of my gifts, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at it. Is that a spiritual gift? Multitasking? Yeah, multitasking. Yep. Mm. It's right there in Paul's letters. Yeah. Read it. Right multitasking. <laughs> and if you have the gift of multitasking, yeah. oh, my, my. you are top notch. Top notch. Tyler, I would say Tyler, that yeah, yours, are yours. I'm going to say, if I had to guess... Being mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Just kidding. It's out of love, everybody. Yes, it is. Uh, Wisdom. Mm. I'd say that would be a top one for you. And uh, leadership and administration. Yeah, those were the top two. Three was shepherding, which I was like, wow, I must have done something wrong. <laughs> I think you answered a few questions incorrectly. Yeah. Did I really get your yeah, top two? Those are top two. Leadership and wisdom. Prophecy. I'm kidding. That's good. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know what I think is also um, really interesting? So I can't remember when we went through Rooted. When you do the spiritual gifts assessment, do you also do the Enneagram at that time? No. Mm-mm. So you do it, it's, but it's it's in the rooted. It's no. in the pro- enneagram. No, yeah, it's not in rooted. No, no. Oh, they should have had that component because <laughs> um because I think that's what's so interesting. Get your spiritual gifts, layer that then with mm-hmm. like a personality test of mm-hmm. some sort, and my word, your whole world opens up. Like you're talking about you and mm-hmm. Jed talking about things. That's why I want Jeff to take and Jeff, if you're listening, because I know you're a friend of the pod. Yeah, I am calling you out. Because I really would like you to take the Enneagram. I have my guesses as to what <laughs> hey. you are. but um, Between Sundays is not an avenue for you to have private conversations <laughs> with okay. your husband. I'm, it's not a conversation. It's actually a monologue. Okay. I'm the only one speaking. But I think that you learn a lot about each other and how to communicate with each other when you discover all of these things. So I think I like that you guys talk about, oh, well, now I see yeah. why that might be coming out in you because mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Like, it's very interesting. Yeah. I don't like using things to excuse yourself, which I've been guilty of doing before with spiritual giftedness or mm-hmm. the Enneagram or, well, oh, well, I'm a seven, so I'm allowed to be that way. Yeah. No, you're not. Um, you're not allowed to be that way. You're not allowed to be that way just because you're this. But it does, I think the more fascinating thing is how do you communicate with those around you based on who they are and what mm-hmm. their gifts are? I think that's the piece yeah. that I like the most. Yeah. When we were having that conversation about faith a couple of days ago, um, he, we were talking about the Enneagram. Yeah. And Tyler was talking about coming to an understanding of what it means. Um, if you are a six, like I am a six on the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. And I would think that the two do go hand in hand, that the reason that my score for faith was the second lowest (laughs) because it's too easy for me to freak out. Right. I know that about myself and that's why any act of bravery or, you know, I'm scared. (laughs) That's me. The ability to move forward comes from the spirit. Right. I know it doesn't come from me. Yeah. That's a good, that's good too. 
to recognize what what God is doing in your life when you step out. Yeah. Like looking at Abby, the little gal that talks about her anxiety. There is no question that the Holy Spirit working in her is what caused her to say, I will go to drama team Mm -hmm. on Wednesday night by myself. There is nothing else on the face of the earth that could have gotten that gotten her to Mm. step out of her house, get in the car and drive to a room kind of full of strangers. She knew some of them, but nobody super well. And then like a month or two later to give her entire life story to the whole group. Yeah. Like that's, that's God's movement in your life. Wow. That's, it's Mm. very cool. Very cool. All right. So we got one more week left in this sermon series. Uh, who's preaching? Barry? Barry is on this weekend. Yes. Right. So, so he'll be back next week. Amy, you're going to come in for a minute to talk about the Oscars, I guess. I guess if I've only got a minute, I'll come in for a minute. <laughs> I'd like to talk longer than that, but if that's all you're going Just to Just stay. Me, what is he going to kick you out? Just stay. What can you yeah. do? I'm going to, I'm staying because <laughs> I have do? the gift of discernment and I'm discerning <laughs> that well, it would be good for me. Producer Jake will just cut you out, Listen, but you can stay as well, long I'm as you want. I'm pretty sure there's several things that producer Jake is going to have to cut me out <laughs> yeah. of from this uh, particular yeah. podcast. So, And then we get into March and yeah, Dave's and got a book coming out. Dave does have a book coming March out. March 4th is the book big book launch. Join us between Sundays. We're going to do a live show straight from the stage. It's going to be interesting. It's going to yeah. be very interesting. Uh, it's going to be interesting. We've never done anything like this, so I'm excited about it. Maren, you excited about this? Nervous. You a little nervous? Straight nervous. Yeah. Have faith. Are you nervous? <laughs> I am. It's going to be good. I'm excited. I can't wait. So bring your friends if you want to let us know you're coming. It's like he keeps removing all the safety nets like I know. little by little. Like first it was like, oh, they can edit that out. Yes. But now it's now Facebook it's like, Live nope. and you can't edit anything. <laughs> can't. And that will be like right in front of people. Yeah. yeah. Taking away all I the safety nets. I think you guys nets. are going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be good. I mean, it would be better <laughs> if there was one extra voice at the table. I'm just kidding. It's fine. It's fine. I'm being petty, everyone. And I, I'm an emotional person. I am an emotional person. Uh, um, so yeah, if you want to let us know you're coming, go to Facebook. We've got a Facebook event that you can kind of give us a heads up that you're coming because we're going to do some games. We're going to do some games, things. Amy. Oh, we my know, word. We kind of got to know how many books to have if people want to buy a book. Surrender, whatever yeah. the name of that game is. None of that wits and wages or whatever that other game is. What's that called? It's a r- ringing endorsement for <laughs> what we're about to do. No, it's going to be a great night. Yeah. It right. really is. So March 4th, mark your calendars. Um, I'm sorry that I wasted time kind of pseudo taking this. You, did you get your results? No, because Amy. it's so long. Yeah. There's oh, no way. Right. Like there's still like, like 40 questions yeah. left. I didn't realize. I thought it was like a real quick little, yeah. little thing. I can't believe that you, Never mind. What? Well, I thought that you would share that the line, um, you're fabulous, I love you, and we're going to be but friends. But it did That was in the intro. That oh, it was. Intro. I wasn't paying attention to you. Sorry. <laughs> that was in my intro. Yeah. Thanks for paying attention. That was my good oh, friend, Michael. Oh, boy. Yeah. It uh, was fun. I'm trying to wrap this up, everybody. Oh, I know, sorry. I, <laughs> I thought we were continuing on. No. So, Barry's going to be here March 4th. Mark your calendars. Yep. And, uh. Barry's on this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know what he's talking about? Love. No, I don't oh, know. good. No, community. There yeah. you go. Love be and community. My I am going to be sad to see this series go. I know. Yeah. It's been we a good one. We got to bring it back. Yeah. Mr. Like, Rogers. This could easily happen again. It mm-hmm. was a great I, that's series. Some, you are the second person today to say that, that this maybe should be a recurring, maybe not every year, but every 18 months or something, just oh, circle goodness. back we to this. We could spend way more yeah. than four weeks on it, for sure. Right. Yeah, and it clearly is something that people want and need is people in their lives. It's what we all need yeah. right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So I, I really, it, it might've been one of my favorite and I haven't, I don't speak that often, but this series for me, mm-hmm. getting the opportunity to speak during it was really a gift. Cause I, yeah. I loved it. I loved, good job. loved my topic. It's good stuff. And Dave, the first two weeks was knocked it out of the park too. Like it was just, I feel like every week has just mm-hmm. been really powerful. So I did notice that you tried to one up Dave with the singing. Oh, I know I didn't. I, I just <laughs> felt strongly that I must do something when yeah. I come through the door. So you did the sweater toss. I you did, did the, the sweater toss. Yeah. yeah. On Saturday night, I put a jacket on mm. and on Sunday morning, I took my sweater off. So I didn't really make I a full that, change. Yeah. I, 
I was at Fisher's, so I got Saturday night's video. Yeah. But then I try to brush up on the sermon right before coming right. to the pod. So, so it's you fresh live in my streamed. Mind. So I saw the Sunday at 11. Yeah, I was mixing it up a little bit. Yes. Keeping everybody on their toes. And then I found out from somebody <laughs> that was at North Indy watching on video that I had a button missing on my jacket. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Isn't That's that hilarious? Awesome. So if you saw that, I'm sure that that was like all you could think about then. Yeah. Mm, I wonder if she knows that button's mm. missing. Should I text her now or wait? Hmm, I don't know. Isn't yeah. that funny? Yeah. So now I got to fix it. Yep. For I next time. Yeah, for next. I don't know if I'm wearing my jean jacket next time. <laughs> hey, that's what community's for, people. That's right. Calling out the missing buttons in your life. <laughs> and until next time, Mary, will you please no, uh, send us out? Absolutely perfect, Thank Amy. Thank you. That is why you are a strong communicator. <laughs> right. And I just read the Bible. Do justly. Love mercy and walk humbly with your God. We'll see you on the other side of Sunday. (laughs) You communicate, and I just read the Bible.